a similar story to what we did last time. Once, Rebbe Yamin Kletzker was in Riga for his lumber business, and some merchants came to him to buy some logs of wood. And Rebbe Yamin put his hand on it, uh, into his jacket pocket to take out a paper that uh, he, wrote, he wrote the prices for different uh, sizes and types of wood. However, in the same pocket was also a copy of one of the Alter Rebbe's Maimarim. And unintentionally, he pulled out that instead of the, num- the page with all the numbers on it. And as soon as he opens it up and he sees the mimer, he forgot everything what he was doing and he just starts staring at the paper, learning the mimer. All the way until nighttime. And the merchants who came to buy lumber from him, they were not that pleased with, this, with the, what they considered a waste of time. So when he finally, uh, he was finally ready to talk with them, so they asked him, when someone's in the office doing business, is that the proper time and place to think on Baal Hasidus? And Rabbi Yaman answered by asking them, how is it possible that you're not shocked or even surprised when a person thinks about lumber when he's in the middle of Shemineh But you're disgusted about the fact that somebody would think about Hasidus and the Abish there during Time of lumber? Come on. Another story, once on, uh, after davening Shachris, Rebbe Yomi went to the marketplace. On the way there, he began to silently review a concept of Hasidus and think about it. And noticing a wagon standing there, he puts his talus and tefillin on the wagon. He lifted one of his feet and put it on one of the spokes of the wagon. The spokes are like the, so you have like the wagon wheels made out of wood. So the spoke was the pieces of wood that were on the inside of the wagon. Like your bike has those, those metal, uh, right? Those are called spokes. So you put his foot on one of the spokes in order to be able to concentrate better. So after some time, the owner of the wagon, who was not Jewish, he finished doing his business and he gets onto his wagon from the other side. So he didn't even notice that the Yemen Klutzker had his foot over there. And he just drives off. And Rebbe Yemen was so into his thoughts that he didn't realize that the wagon left. And he stayed there standing with like one foot in the air. Because it was like he didn't hop that it wasn't there anymore. Um, and without realizing it, he eventually lowered his foot to the ground and he stayed there standing thinking about Hasidus for hours. And only when it came time to David Mincha did he wake up from his thoughts. And uh, when, whenever the Friedrich Rebbe would say this story, he added, he said, look at his level of Yerushimayim. The Rebbe Yemen was so into his thoughts that he didn't realize or feel that the wagon drove off. However, as soon as it's time to David Mincha, now, now you wake up. Once, Rebbe Yaman was extremely ill. He became so weak that he couldn't even walk around his house. Mom is stuck in bed. However, when he heard that the wedding of one of the Alta Rebbe's grandchildren was going to be taking place, uh, he expressed his desire to travel and participate in the Rebbe's happiness. 
So although this would entail traveling for a few days, and remember, he's stuck in bed. He's going to travel for a few days. Obviously, it's difficult for him in this situation, but he Mamish wanted to be there. But his friends and family, they told him that it's impossible for him to travel. You know, you're not, it's not, it's not, you can't. And they said, the doctor insisted, you're not allowed to travel. What are you doing? And, and Be'ezus Hashem, by giving your body proper rest, he would soon regain his health. And he would be able to participate in many other happy occasions of Be'ez Arav. Rebbe Yamin was terribly upset and extremely agitated. He truly desired to participate in this momentous occasion. But he understood their concern that it would be detrimental to his health. It would not be good. However, as a chassid, he felt that nevertheless I should still go. So the conversation went back and forth, back and forth, each side trying to convince the other side. And then, Rebbe Yemen received a letter from the Alter Rebbe personally inviting him to the wedding. So until now he wanted to go, he wasn't even invited. He just wanted to go. Now he was invited. So at that point, Rebbe Yemen goes, no, 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 no. If the Rebbe invited me, I'm going and that's it. And as a chassid, you know, you, you, you know it's important to join the Rebbe Simcha. But now that we had a personal invitation, can't say no. Also, it's a good time to get a bracha from the Rebbe. He can ask the Rebbe to make him feel better. So that, meaning that he should feel better. Um, so seeing that, he, that it was so important to him, and afraid of the pain it would cause him if he can't go, so the family, they hired a large, very strong carriage in order to make the journey as comfortable as possible. And they accompanied Ervin Yemen to the wedding. And when they arrived in the town, they immediately rented a comfortable room and they, they laid him out on the bed. The day of the wedding came, he could not get out of bed. And, and the journey was just so much for him. He was weaker now than he was before he left. And the family painfully informed the Alter Rebbe that because of Rebbe Yaman's illness, he regretfully cannot come to the wedding itself, even though he made it all the way here to the town. So hearing this, the Alter Rebbe instructed that they should bring Rebbe Yaman to the wedding, even if you need to carry him on a bed. So when you hear the Rebbe give you such clear directions like that, there's no such thing as saying, I'm not going to listen. You do it, and that's it. And they carried him in his bed to the wedding, and they, they let the Alter Rebbe know, okay, Rebbe Yamin's here. And the Alter Rebbe said, bring him closer. And they put his bed next to the Rebbe. Remember, imagine you're going to a wedding hall, and there's a guy in a bed lying there. The Rebbe then poured a cup of mashka and gave it to Rebbe Yamin to drink. And Rebbe Yamin drank the entire cup. The Rebbe tells you, you got to do it, right? And the Rebbe filled it up a second time, drink, drinks the whole thing. Third cup, gives it to the Rebbe Yaman, drink, he drinks. And after he drank the third cup, the Alter Rebbe said to him, now go dance with the Hasidim. And gathering all his strength, Rebbe Yaman pushed himself, he got up, and he started dancing. Now in the beginning, he could barely move his feet because he was so weak. But as he continued to dance, 
he was gaining more and more strength until by the end of the dance he was completely healed. Moving on, one of the fairs that Rabin Yamin participated in was in the town of Arsha. In Arsha, that is where the tzaddik and student, one of the greatest students of the Alter Rebbe, Reb Aaron of Strashela lived, right? The one who said he should be the next Rebbe. So he lived over there for a while. I mean, eventually he moved to Strashela, which is why he's known as Reb Aaron Strashela, but uh, he lived in Arsha first. And Reb Aaron noticed that the Jewish merchants arrived to participate in the fair, they dab in chakras quickly, the earliest possible moment, so that they can start buying and selling. And this disturbed them a lot. Like, how is it that the fair took such a priority in their lives that they're flying through davening? He then heard that Rebbe Yamin, who he already knew for many years, because he was also a chassid of the Alter Rebbe, um, he also came to town to participate in the fair. And Rebbe Aaron... Shrashella sent a message to Rebbe Yaman Kletzker that he wants to speak with him. And when he arrived, Rebbe Aaron emotionally said to him, Rebbe Yaman, look what's happening over here. Right? These guys are flying through Shachris. And Rebbe Yaman tells him, don't take notice of it and you won't become astonished and flabbergasted by it. Now, so just a note over here, just to explain that a little bit. So Rabbi Aaron, we said, was one of the Alter Rebbe's most outstanding Hasidim. And after the Istalkos, he disagreed with the Mittler Rebbe's way of uh, doing things, missing any type of emotion whatsoever, while Rabbi Aaron's emotions were very visible. And he would always show a lot of emotion. Now, Rebbe Yamin, who became a chassid of the Mittler Rebbe, so he used this situation to show the difference between the Mittler Rebbe and Rebbe Aaron Shoshela. Um, now, we don't know exactly when this story took place, by the way. It's very possible that it took place before the Alter Rebbe Sestalkos, because it doesn't say when. Next story. A lot of stories that we're going to have of Rabbi Yom and Kletzger are going to be him by a fair or doing business deals, because that's what he did. So in the summer of 1822, Rabbi Yom, this is Mamish in the time of the uh, Mittler Rebbe, even towards the end of the Mittler Rebbe's uh, Nesias, um, Rabbi Yom went to the fair in Leipzig, and he stopped at a shop that was selling furs, and he turned towards the items that, that were in the window, and those who were with him thought he was looking at the merchandise and making calculations, deciding, do I buy this, do I not buy this? Because one of the things that he used to deal with was furs. However, as the moments and hours passed, people realized that he wasn't looking at the furs, he was just thinking about something. Like he was in a different world. After standing there for seven hours, so the Pinchas Reisis, who was actually a relative of his, by the way, um, was also a very extremely uh, successful merchant, and he participated in the fair. So he came over to him, and he puts his hand on his shoulder, and he says, Binyamin, what are you thinking about? And the Binyamin wakes up from his thoughts, and he looks at the Pinchas with, uh, like, oh, shock. Because, Pinchas, where were you? And how could you have missed it? The Alter Rebbe, well, he didn't say the Alter Rebbe, he said, the Rebbe 
just said an explanation on the Mimer, Shechayra Ani. Now, that explanation had been said by the Alter Rebbe. Just remember, this is 10 years after the Alter Rebbe's Sistalkos. The Alter Rebbe said it 10 years earlier, a year, a year before the Alter Rebbe's Sistalkos. However, it had been Yemen's devotion to the words of the Rebbe and his, the way he thought about Hasidus was so deep that while he was in the middle of his business affairs and a mimer came to his mind, it just like transported him as if he was hearing the mimer live from the Rebbe in Liadi, listening to the Rebbe say the mimer.